I never knew Christ was all I needed until Christ was all I had. I heard those words from an African bishop, but for Christians the world over, it rings true. It's the very essence of what God was teaching the Israelites in the wilderness. I never knew Christ was all I needed until Christ was all I had. That's exactly what we are being taught in our own time of wilderness, our time between salvation and glory. Just as the Israelites were saved out of slavery and darkness, but they had to go through the wilderness to get to the promised land, so we must pass through a time of testing and hardship. But here's the lesson to learn. Christ is all we have, but Christ is all we need. Yesterday we saw how the Israelites longed for the flesh pots of Egypt, the cauldrons of meat, the barbecues. They began to grumble about their wilderness conditions. In Exodus chapter 16 verse 4, the Lord responds with words familiar from our study of Sodom and Gomorrah. Chapter 16 verse 4, then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down what? What's the Lord going to rain down? Fire and brimstone? Righteous anger? All these grumblers, what's he going to rain down? Thunderbolts on their camp? No, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. It's called manna in in verse 31. It's bread not baked with human hands. It's the bread of angels, as Psalm 78 calls it. And it's for these grumblers. The Lord has this provision, and it's a provision that gets them through to his holy habitation. It's grace for the grumblers. Exodus 16 verse 31 says it tastes of honey. Now that's interesting because the place where they're headed is a land flowing with milk and honey. Their future will gush with honey, but in the meantime, the Lord will sustain them with these little pledges of grace. Every morning, the Israelites taste the future and it keeps them going. Manna then becomes a whole discipleship regime to teach the people. And here is lesson number one. Do not hoard. Verses 19 to 20. Then Moses said to them, No one is to keep any of this manna until morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning, but it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. The Lord gives them all they need for today, but if they hoard things for tomorrow, it rots. What a lesson. Lesson two, they must learn how to rest. The Lord institutes the Sabbath and he tells them he's going to provide double on Friday. Therefore, they should take Saturday off. But verse 27, nonetheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. The Lord gives them a day off, but they work anyway. What would you have been like at these lessons in dependence? Are you a hoarder? Would you have collected more than a day's worth? You'd have seen it rot before your eyes. And how are you with rest? Are you able to stop? Would you have gone out on the Sabbath to gather more? You'd have found none. It's a good exercise to put yourself in the sandals of these Israelites. Would you have been content for the day? Or would you be forever worrying about tomorrow? This discipleship program for the Israelites was leading them into deeper dependence, daily dependence. And it's what we all need. You see, Jesus considers us all to be in the position of these Israelites. After all, in the Lord's Prayer, he taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Where is Jesus asking us to imagine ourselves as we pray the Lord's Prayer? We are in the wilderness, needing to trust our Father for daily bread. So when Jesus reads Exodus chapter 16, he says, look, every Christian needs to learn the lessons of the matter. We must depend on our Father for daily provision. Notice we are not to pray, give us this day our bread for next year or for next month 
or even for next week. It says, give us this day our daily bread. Do I depend on the Lord for today's needs? Do I leave tomorrow in his hands? Well, Jesus has done something extraordinary to reassure us that we can depend on him. In John chapter 6, Jesus again encounters some grumbling Israelites and they are in a wilderness place and they're hungry. And once again, Jesus feeds the multitudes miraculously with bread. He could not say it any clearer. He's saying, I am the Lord of Exodus chapter 16. I am the one who accompanied the Israelites in the wilderness. But then he goes one step further. He says to them, I am this bread of life. Jesus doesn't just provide for us. He is the provision. Ultimately, Jesus is the true provision we need day by day. And in John 6 verse 51, he says, This bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Think of the cross. That was Jesus given to the world like bread to the hungry. That was true grace for grumblers like you and me. We deserved a thunderbolt and we got the bread of heaven. If you look to Jesus broken on the cross for you, can you really doubt his provision? No matter what the trial that you're going through, no matter what the wilderness experience, we can look to the cross and we can see what kind of provider our Lord is. Not just giving us things to get by, but giving us his very self. Imagine the masses clamoring for bread and imagine a great loaf torn apart to feed them. That's Jesus torn apart for grasping grumblers. Do you struggle to trust God with your needs? Look to this God. He is as available as bread broken for you. If you are in a place where Christ is all you have, look at the cross and know Christ is all you need. The desert with Jesus is better than any Egypt without him. And so we sing, bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now and evermore.